Hi, and welcome to Vibe with Love, the podcast that has the intention of delivering pure love and understanding in life's journey. All of this to support personal growth, personal development, and healing. My name is Sharon, and I am your host of Vibe with Love. I am a Reiki master. I practice Kundalini Reiki, Crystal Reiki, Golden Light Reiki. I'm also an intuitive and an empath, a kick-ass businesswoman, a mother, a daughter, a lover, a friend, all of that good stuff coming to you with so much love. As we begin this podcast, uh, just some reminders that, as I said, this podcast would take a mind of its own and take some different directions. And yes, season one is all about my spiritual journey and growth through that, that I'm sharing with you for connection for all of us for that personal growth development and healing. So I want to slow down a little bit. I'm going to go back to my last podcast that explains some things in more detail of what happened during that time for that connection of growth and development and, of course, healing. There are more details of that time. And before I dove into those details, I wanted to make sure that I did talk to some of those people that it did affect to make sure that they were okay sharing their journey as well, because it's not just mine. And that would be my mom and dad. And they're so gracious and so loving and so open because they believe in this so much and they do believe in this journey of healing. So thank you, mommy and papa. You guys are amazing. I am so grateful that you're allowing me to share our journey, not just mine, but our journey together. So before I begin those details, was asked some questions about Reiki and some of you just uh, need some deeper understanding. So I'm going to give a general overview of what Reiki is, some of what Reiki is not and, and how it helps us, how it helps all of us and how you can connect to it in your own way. So what Reiki is, the principles of Reiki is life force energy or universal energy that assist us in sending higher vibrations into the body in healing, in sending the light. So I'm attuned to be able to channel, I'm a conduit, I, I don't give the energy myself. It's not my energy that I'm delivering to help heal within others' energy fields. It's, it's energy that I'm able to channel within my body to be able to help those individuals that love that help. Now, Reiki practitioners, we're all a little bit different. We all have different gifts. We all kind of do it in a different way, but yet it's all the same because we are conduits of energy. For me, as an empath, as an as also an intuitive, I actually physically feel in my body what's happening with the person's body that I'm working with, as long as they've given me permission to connect with them energetically. I'm attuned. I'm opened up to that energy. I'm sensitive to that. So I can literally physically feel things that are happening so that I know where to send that energy and how it works for me is I can actually connect into moments of your life that have affected you in that way where we can really talk about the moments of that energy got stuck or those injuries happened within your energy field. I can physically feel that. I also, again, do get messages from spirit. I do speak to spirit. I hear them. I, I, talk with my guides and angels all the time. I work with archangels in this process. So I want to make sure that it's understood that Reiki is not a religion. 
It's not a church. It's not a, it's, this is literally the process of connecting with God, life force, energy source, whatever you want to call it, that energy that we all feel being able to connect into that in a very sensitive way to feel that, to be able to deliver the healings and, and the understanding of why we're feeling this certain way or why certain things in our body we're holding on to. And just to release that, release that with light and love and to fill those injuries or those places where we were holding on to that negative energy that was creating whatever pains we were feeling or sicknesses, being able to help release that. So that's, that's Reiki. That's what it is. And as a Reiki master, that's what I am attuned to. And I'm actually able to help others be attuned to that, that energy as well, because we're all a part of that. Anybody can do Reiki. We all have the abilities. It's about being able to be connected to that in such a way that we can then deliver that to others with love and light and, and making sure that we're doing it in the right way with the right vibrations. Um, so I want to talk about chakras because in Reiki, we work with energy centers or energy fields, chakras and meridians, but specifically chakras. I know many of you have heard of what chakras are. There are seven chakras uh, that, that run through our central nervous system. So the first chakra sits actually in the root of your spine. It's your root chakra. If you connect chakras, they're all connected to different colors. And ironically, it's really the colors of the rainbow. So that root chakra that sits in the base of your spine is red. And that really connects to the energy of survival, physical needs, tribal associations, really that that just the basic um nature of survival and of life. So that's your root chakra. It's in your lumbar. It is works with your bones and your skeletal structure again, because it's, it is in the base of your spine. The second chakra sits about two inches below your belly button, and that is called your sacral chakra. And that connection to that sacral chakra, that color is orange. And it's really about your emotional balance, sexuality, procreation. It really works with um, sexual functions, elimination, water regulation in your body. That's what really feeds in that chakra. And the next chakra is about two inches above your belly button, and that's called your solar plex. That color is yellow that's connected to that chakra. And that's about personal power and self-will. That works with your solar plex and really your pancreas. That's really what sits in that part of your central nervous system or your spine. And again, that also works with digestion and assimilation of muscles. So the connection in your core, when, you, when we talk about strength in our core muscles, when we're doing exercise, that's really where your solar plex sits. And that's what we talk about controlling and, 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 and strengthening the assimilation of muscles within your core. It's your center. The next chakra, my favorite, number four, is your heart chakra. And that sits where your heart is, right there, right where your rib cage meets. And that's where that central energy center sits. And that connection to that color is green. And it's about giving and receiving of love. It's your electromagnetic field generator. It's your blood pressure. It's your immune system. So think about what sits in your heart. The next chakra is your throat chakra, and that sits in your throat, and that's all about communication. And that chakra 
the color blue is connected to that. It's your thyroid, your thyroid plexus. It really works with your metabolism and calcium regulation. That's really what works in your throat chakra, but really the focus is communication. Think about where that sits. The next chakra that's up, uh, up next, I should say, is your third eye, your pineal gland. And that chakra sits right in the middle of your forehead, right above where your eyes are, right in that center in it. That's where that is connected. And that's all about intuition and wisdom and creative intelligence. Like I said, that it affects your pineal gland or your pituitary gland. It's hormonal and psychological regulation. That's what sits in your third eye, listening to your intuition, listening to the control, listening to the messages that are coming in and being able to control your emotions and uh, your thoughts. And the last, the seventh chakra is your crown chakra. And that sits on the top of your head. And that's about your spirituality and relationship to God or universal source energy. That's that, that connection. It also is, it affects your pineal gland as well. And, and just the rhythms of thought and feeling. And those are your energy centers. So as we do Reiki healing, and as we talk about what happens physically in our body and where that energy sits and how can we release it, that's a one thing that we always check. We always want to make sure that those chakras are all running as they should. They run clockwise, at least they should be, and they should be spinning because that's the, the opening for those energy centers. So when we are holding on to negative things or thoughts or injuries or stuff that has happened to us in the past or things that we're dealing with in the present, they do affect those chakras. So that's how when we're in process of the Reiki sessions and of the healing, we can hone in on kind of where that dense energy is. From there, we can hone in, remove, release, figure out what caused that, figure out those moments that those injuries happen um, so that we can help heal them so that we can help heal them with light and energy and love. So now that I've explained that kind of in a high, high end way, there's definitely a lot more to it. There's, and we will get into each individual chakra eventually. So we can dive into that even deeper for the understanding of healing. I just wanted to make sure that I gave that overview so I can connect it to the last podcast that we had. You can recall in that last podcast we had, I talked about when I lived in Hawaii and how my family was going through a tough time and how you could feel it palpably in the home and you can feel the energy shift and the vibration change in our home. And I talked about how sometimes in relationships, people make bad decisions. Well, my dad made some, some bad decisions back then. He was young and he and my mom had gotten together at such a young age and as a very good looking and handsome and strong man, you know, things happen and, and people come into your life. And unfortunately, sometimes you make bad decisions. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just means you made the wrong decision that you need to learn from. And unfortunately, sometimes when you make these bad decisions, it doesn't just affect you. It affects others around you, people that you love, even though in those moments, you may not be thinking about that. You just might be thinking about the pleasures or the feelings that you have in those moments. And, and just, you know, you're, you're in your own thoughts, you're in your own energy field. You're only thinking of yourself. We've all been there. We've all made decisions in our life at different degrees that, that maybe hurt others that we didn't mean to, but it just did. So 
during that time, I, you know, my father had made some bad decisions and obviously it affected my mom. Well, think about when I talked to you guys just now about your chakras and how energy sits in specific chakras that creates injuries and pains and, and it affects us physically because of what happens to us. It affects us energetically and then it affects us physically. So I talked about my mom needing surgery and it was really out of the blue. And I just want to correct something. The date that I had said was 1986. It was actually 1985, October 10th, 1985. We actually left Hawaii October 10th, 1986 was exactly one year later. Um, so my dad had made some bad decisions. My mom knew and they were, they were trying to work through that, but my mom was in so much pain and she was so hurt emotionally. And all of that energy all went down into that solar plex and that sacral chakra, those two lower chakras. Remember the solar plex, I talked about being personal power and self-will. I talk about it always being self-knowing, self-trust, self-worth. That's really what sits in that, in that solar plex, that yellow chakra. And in the sacral chakra, it's about intuition and gut feelings and knowing it also has to do with emotional balance. It also has to do with sexuality. So my mom was so hurt that literally, obviously I didn't know that then and neither did she, but we know that now we can connect to that personal injury that she had. She actually had to have a hysterectomy at that time. She was in her mid thirties, almost like thirties. And it attacked her body so bad that it affected that, that part. See, that's what happens when the energy sits in certain parts of our body, it affects us physically. And that's what happened to my mom. And that's what that surgery was that she had to have. So I want to connect that for you guys. I want you to think about different physical ailments that you may have in your life now or even in the past. So think about somebody that has, let's say, heart problems, right? Their heart rhythm isn't right. When we think about what stress causes, we always say it's in the chest, right? You feel it in your chest. We tell people when you're stressed out, you're going to have a heart attack or you might have a stroke if you don't calm down because that's where the energy, that's where that stress, that energy is sitting. So if we can know that, we, if we feel that in our chest and we can release the things that are causing that stress, that's what's going to calm us down. Or think about somebody that maybe has like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, where you know everything affects them in their tummy. Well, that's because that's where they sit their energy, right? It sits in their lower abdomen. That that pain that they feel, or those frustrations, or those things that they just want to hold on to because they just can't let it go because they think it defines them in their life. So something might have happened to you as a child or as a young adult, somebody did something to you maybe that wasn't very nice and you hold on to that and it gets buried so deep in your tummy that then it affects you physically until you can say, you know what, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to release that. I'm better than that. It doesn't, it doesn't define me. That thing that happened doesn't define me. It's a part of my journey. It's not who I am. So think about your physical body and think about different times in your life or even now that you might have some pains or injuries or things that have happened and, and 
try to drive that connection to either lessons that you needed to learn at that time or releases that you have to need to have from that. And I can promise you, if you can really hone in on your body and start to feel that and know the moments that might have created that energy connection to your injury, your pain, your illness, your sickness, connect to that moment and release that moment with love and say, that happened to me. And this is the lessons that I got from it. And no, it didn't feel good, but I can't change the past. What I can do is accept it with love, know that it was a part of my journey and I let it go. I release it and I feel that, that injury, I feel that place of where that energy was sitting with so much light and love. That's how Reiki works. That's how healing works. And that's how our personal growth and personal development works. It's owning those moments. It's understanding those moments and it's releasing those moments with love. So that's the overview of, of some of that Reiki and how it, an energy source and, and that connection. And if you think about in religion, the Bible talks about laying hands on people. There's certain verses that, that talk about that. Well, that's because that's what they were doing, essentially, just maybe a different name. It's just using God's love and light and, and, and laying hands to help individuals with love. You're just giving them love and energy from God, life force energy, universal energy, whatever you want to call it. So... I'm ready to move on to the next part of my journey, my spiritual journey. I hope you guys are ready to go along with me. So I talked about when I was 15, what happened with JP and that connection with spirituality, with church and Carrie and going and, and creating that connection again. And I also told you that I knew that wasn't it though. I knew there was more because there was more that was coming to me. And so I was really, really, really curious. And different things just kept coming to me. Somebody introduced me to tarot cards. Uh, somebody introduced me to a Ouija board. Mm, that wasn't good. So I want to just talk about that for a moment and, and the understanding and what I was trying to learn from that. You know, I did, I, I had tarot cards. In fact, I have Archangel Michael cards now. I don't necessarily use them all the time because I really, my connection with God and source and life force energy is really just heard and spoken. But everybody does that in a different way as they, as they have that connection. And some people think that it's, it's evil and it's connected to it's something that's evil. And, you know, it, it's not intended to be that way. You know, some people just want truth or want understanding or, or want guidance, and maybe they don't hear it in the way that others do. So they use these tools to get those messages across. They, they want to connect to that. That's why these things were created. But you have to be very, very careful, very, very careful when you're using these tools, especially if you don't realize kind of what you're opening up. And because you can really open up a negative vortex in places. And I'm going to tell you, that's exactly what happened in our home. So I was working, I started working when I was 14 years old and at 15, I started working at my very first retail job. My shoe store it was called Capizio Shoes. Um, very quickly after I started there, I became a key holder. I became management. Uh, they, my store manager at the time, her name was Carolyn Clark. She's still one of my good friends. I love her very, very much. She trusted me. She trusted me in a very strong way. And I became responsible for this building and the employees that were there. And I could do things intuitively and through knowing. So backtracking at that time, I was 
reading cards and I was started to play with this Ouija board and all this stuff started happening in our home. All this stuff started happening in our home and we were hearing noises. It started to feel dense. By the way, my mom didn't know I had a Ouija board <laughs> until all of this negative stuff. We just started to feel it and it just became yucky. And so, um, my mom asked me what was going on because she could feel it and she could, I guess she could feel that I was maybe a little bit different, not knowing what I was doing and kind of opening up this stuff in our home. And when I told her, she was obviously not happy at all. She definitely connected that with evil and she took those things and she burned them in the backyard. And I'll tell you that, and I talked about my work because that my work was my solace. It became this place of just freedom and lightness and openness and my intuitive gifts exploded at that point. I mean, it just it became, it just it was awesome, really. I just would know things. I would, customers would come in. I was able to direct them and, and help them with exactly what they needed before they even tell me what they needed or they would walk in the door. I could look at them and just know kind of what they were coming in for. And I'm going to tell you, man, it, it really, this gift has helped me along my career so incredibly much. I just didn't, I didn't know it. I just did it. I just felt it and I went along with it. So thank goodness my mom getting rid of that evil negative stuff because who knows what that could have brought at that time in my life. Um, thank goodness she removed that stuff and and I'm grateful because I didn't know what vortex, I didn't know what I was messing with and it can be very dangerous. So that's just a serious warning for those of you that dive into those those tools. Please do your research. Do your understanding. I understand that people want to be connected and want messages and want knowing and understanding. But, you know, when you're messing with something that you're not sure about, you got to be very, 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 very careful. So. So I was in high school and that came to pass. I was working and things just were really good. I was a good student. (laughs) little above average. I didn't apply myself because of those things that I told myself that I was, but I applied myself in other ways. Um, I would do, I was doing the morning announcements and afternoon announcements in school, funny broadcasting right now, isn't it? I also was very highly involved in student government. I became the student government president of my county, Um, not just my school, but for the county. And I would go give speeches with this just confidence a confidence that I don't even know where it came from, but it just was there innately. And so through this spiritual journey, this this spiritual path, what I've come to understand and know too, is that there's things that we bring into this lifetime with us again. See, I'm of the belief that we live many lifetimes. We We live many lifetimes of understanding, of growth, of connection until we can get to that moment of ascension of really true enlightenment, of true connection to God's source, life force energy, whatever you want to call it, so that we then don't come back to this this physical body, but we are of spirit of, of a higher dimension. So that is my belief. And I want to connect that. I want you to understand like those things that come to us naturally. That's, that's where that some of that, that belief and that understanding comes from. The fact that I was able to go with confidence. Uh, something that people fear the most is public speaking. I have no fear in public speaking. Of course, everybody gets nervous, but where did that come from innately? 
where did the gift of music come from innately? I never really studied music. I'm not good at reading sheet music, but I can feel it and I can know it. I have a nephew who never took guitar lessons. He never went to school for any of that, but he can play the guitar like nobody's business. And it came naturally from him for him. We've all heard the stories of these child prodigies that come into this world with these gifts. Where does that come from? It's the gift of God. It could be from uh, past lifetimes that they had, that they had learned these things. So why am I saying this? I'm connecting this to the healing and the healer that I am. Things that come naturally, innately. That's how I know that that is my purpose, my true life's purpose, because of those connections and those connections that I had growing up and and how I was able to really drive and use those things without even knowing that to build my career, to just know things, to walk into a building and to be able to feel things. So I'm, I'm super grateful for that time and that understanding. And I'm really even, even more grateful for the understanding of how I have that now, because through that, I can help. I help others through that knowing and that understanding and that intuition and getting them to understand their own knowing their own understanding and their own intuition because that's what growth is about and that's what healing is about. So I went through high school and I graduated and I was a pretty damn good kid. I actually got a governor citation award for community service um, and all kinds of awards. I was awarded actually a two-year scholarship to a community college based on all of the things that I had done for community, for community service and, and things like that. But because I was doing so well in my job at the shoe store, um, I became an assistant store manager when I was a senior in high school. They offered me my own store. Two weeks after I graduated from high school, I moved out of my home. I was 17 years old. My parents signed for, helped me sign for an apartment because I was 17. I wasn't of age to sign a lease, but we did. We signed a lease and I moved out. And there I went to Reading, Pennsylvania to manage my own store for the very first time at 17 years old. Wow. You want to talk about growth and development that happened then? Holy moly. We will definitely get into that in my next podcast. So I hope these stories and these messages of healing and of growth and of learning are resonating with you. I am here. If you have any questions at all, any feedback, I would love any feedback that you have, any other direction that you would love this podcast to go, I can be reached on with love underscore healing on Instagram. Please feel free to reach out to me directly. I send this to you with so much light and love. I hope you guys are all doing well. Please stay safe, stay strong and stay with love.